You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 410, Under a Watchful Eye. And welcome to episode 410 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today, oh, today I am Bike Boy. Oh, did you go biking? No, I didn't, but I got to watch my my kids go biking. Oh, well, there you go. Ella has been working on her two-wheeler over the last week, and last week she kind of finally got the balance down. Today we worked on stopping and turning. Yay, and uh, and turning. just again working on general balance stuff, and we also had uh, Sarah on her little trike, which is essentially an off-brand big wheel, <clears throat> and um, and you know watching her pedal up and down the uh, the the sidewalk, and uh, so basically we we did that for most of the morning, and um, we just had a nice relaxing day at home, and I've been away for most of the week. And uh, and then Jan had some stuff going on. She had a race on uh, that she was running on uh, on Saturday, and so today was our. Let's all just be at home, shall we? Indeed. And, yeah. Let's let's be at home. And so Please. the kids got to uh, to um, ride the bikes up and down, and then we got to do some other cool comic related stuff that I'll get to after the intros because I want to give it its own due, and also don't want you to be waiting like an hour to do your damn intro. Because we know what we know <laughs> what true. happens when we do that. Paul likes to go on. We know what happens. <laughs> so so what, what we, happens, Paul? We, well, it, it, the, the, you get that time where it's like I don't think I did an intro today. That's true. Yeah. And it's after we record. Yeah. So anyway, um, so with that, I turn the talking stick over to you, sir. Uh, hi everybody. I am Darren Noel, and tonight I am getting ready for Dragon Kid. Oh, I got yeah. lots to do. Last minute cosplay stuff to to get on, and I gotta make the pie. Two weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, hashtag thirteen days, but who's who's counting? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got lots to do between now and then. Besides, as this comes out, it'll be hashtag twelve days. Yeah, it'll be hashtag twelve days. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fun time, and I'm just getting ready for it. I need a break from work and craziness and all that jazz so looking forward to it nice got some friends coming in believe it or not i will, I will be graced with the deemers oh yeah so i got some nice. deemer love coming on pretty soon and for those of you who know the deemer love is serious yeah Ooh, damn. um and uh my friend christian from florida is coming up and we'll be all here wednesday night and then thursday we head to the hotels and it is from that point on on like Donkey Kong kids, so this is what Paul, they say. Paul's probably going to post a Superboy episode. Yeah, I believe that's what, that's probably <laughs> what'll be happening. Um, let's take a quick um, <clears throat> commercial break. No, no. Let's take a uh, quick look at the at the guest list for for WonderCon in case we don't get a chance to talk about Wonder- it later. WonderCon Dragon WonderCon Con, Dragon Con. No, I want to look at WonderCon for next year. For next year, really? Yeah, let's Isn't talk about that one instead of the sometime? imminent. <laughs> instead of the imminent, um, the imminent one. Yeah, let's talk about one that's you know coming uh, well, up. Let, let me pull it up here. Hang on. Yeah, I was I was not prepared to do any research because we are the subs. <laughs> you know, 
Um, there's a plethora of guests. You want to do just like the comic people, or let's just yeah, it's just yeah. I think it's um, Arthur Adams. There you yeah. go. Yeah, off long shot. Come on, long yeah. shot in X Men from the '80s. Totally. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. It's a lot of uh, media guests. Yeah, just, just I just want to call out a couple. Uh, David Anders, of course, we knew him as Sark on Alias, but he's also on iZombie, and I, I just started watching that again. So, and when when I, when I say watching it again, it's because I started watching it at the very beginning, and didn't mm-hmm. continue on just because stuff. And uh, and That's so I actually I actually watched some of the first season uh, earlier this oh, week. Cool. So very good stuff. Um, I see Andy, and forgive me, I, I may be mispronouncing this, Andy Braze. Um, art for many titles, including Doctor Strange, Assassin's Creed, Dragon Age, Swamp Thing, Dark Sun, Cull, Hulk, Daredevil, and The Darkness. Yep, Mike Barron, mm-hmm. uh, who, of course, um, was the first person to uh, write the Wally West Flash. Oh, sweet. Uh, as Mark, well as many other things. Well, besides Mar Wolfen. <laughs> yeah, but the first one to eat, well, yeah, but the first to write <laughs> him one panel in. <laughs> in his own book. Yeah, yeah I suppose given that, John Byrne got to write him before Baron as well. True. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, Mark Brooks, um, a Marvel exclusive doing Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers, New Avengers, Secret Avengers, and A plus X. So that's pretty cool. Going down Bob Burden, Atlanta's own Bob Burden. And those of you who don't know who Bob Burden is, I'm ashamed for you. Um, he wrote uh, The Flaming Carrot. But yeah. you might know him more for the man who created The Mystery Men. That's right. The movie is based on. Yeah, I, I, I actually went into uh, one, one of my uh, customers a couple of years back, went into his office and... Um, and he had a flaming carrot um, mm-hmm. figure on on his uh, on his bookcase, and I was like, "Oh, cool, flaming carrot!" And he just looked at me. He said, "He said, you, you know, know who that is." He <laughs> said, "He said I've had that up there for like five years." And he says, "You're the first person who ever knew what the hell it was." <laughs> there, you there you go. So if you've never read any of that stuff, I I urge you to find some yeah. some of it, please. It's just the it's the most surreal type of comics you'll ever see. Um, Let's see here. Doop 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 doop. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing like so. Oh, Bob Camp, creator of uh, Ren and Stimpy. Mention him, yeah. Yeah, um, he's Look, coming. Co-creator. Let's see here. I'm gonna scroll down more. Amanda Connor. Hello. Yeah. And I bet you, if Amanda Connor is coming, Jimmy Palmiotti is coming as well. Yes. Because that's just the, they're 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 a team. So you know. Indeed, Charlie Cox from Daredevil. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, Rip Hunter will be there. Rip Hunter. Arthur Darville. He, yep, he will be there. He was also Rory in uh, in uh, Doctor Who. And, of course, Peter David will yes. be there. Famous for his Aquaman run, amongst many others. Let's see here. Going down the list, going down the list, going down the list. We're just through the Ds here. E's. Eliza Dushku. Uh, well, yeah, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, yeah, you know, Faith. <laughs> yeah. Joey Fatone from NSYNC is going to be there. <laughs> He's apparently hosting the uh, the costume contest, Masquerade. There's also uh, some... I'm going to find that very amusing. I'm not going to it, but I'm going to find it very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Fletcher. Yeah. Um, who, and, and most recently worked on uh, Batgirl of Burnside and Gotham Academy. Um, Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Will Friedel, 
Yeah. Of course, Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World, but more importantly for us, Batman in Batman Beyond. True. Um, Gil Gerard. Hello, Buck Rogers. Yeah. Be there. Come on. He's he's like the man. <laughs> he exactly. is the man. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 Aaron Gray is also going to be there. So yeah. you, you got your Buck and you got your Wilma. You're done. Yeah. That, that's yeah. a con right there. You're <laughs> you don't need anything else. Of course, Mike Grell, Mike Grell Iron yeah. Mike, is going to be there. Thank you, Iron Mike. Darren can get another Legion sketch. Yay. Nice. Um, at least that's the plan. Let's see here. G.I. Joe's Larry Hama. Mm-hmm. Knowing that he's there. That's half the battle. Knowing that he's there. Is that is half, half the battle, battle right? Uh, Richard Hatch, um, of course, uh, we know him from the original uh, Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Brian Henson, son of Jim Henson, yeah, is going to be there, and of course, he's all tied up into the Muppets, obviously. Oh yeah. Um, a couple of others, of course. Um, uh, Willa Holland from uh, uh, who plays uh, Speedy in Arrow. Mm-hmm. George Gianti is going to be there. Done oh. a lot of X Men work. And 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 just and a lot of really beautiful. Yeah, a lot of really beautiful cover work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used to do some. I remember him doing a bunch of those. Um, there were some some painted uh, cards that they did years ago, like about twenty years ago, that were mm-hmm. really that were really beautiful, and uh, and his were. Um, uh, and his were particularly particularly nice. Yep. Christopher Jones worked on Young Justice, Batman right. 66. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there. Um, Flash Gordon. Indeed. And his his Dale Arden was listed earlier on. Was it? That's Sam, <laughs> Sam J. Jones, Flash Gordon. Oh, oh yeah, they're, they're doing a big Flash Gordon reunion. They, Dragon Con does some things really well, and what they do is they try to pick like things that have anniversaries oh, and really? try to get those folks there. One year it was Dukes of Hazard. One year it was WKRP in Cincinnati. Nice. Here it's Flash Gordon. So they try to find things that have anniversaries, and, and it's never something you expect. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. You know, it's never something you're going to celebrate the 35th anniversary of WKRP in Cincinnati. No one's going to do that. Sure. But, you know, you have them on, and it, it's it's fabulous when they come. Absolutely. Um, uh, Katie, you... Katie Lotz, uh, who plays uh, Sarah Lance, a.k.a. Canary, in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, lots of, lots of arrows, folks. Of course, yeah. um, Comfort, I was just going to say, Comfort, and Love, Adam, and Adam Withers. are going to be there. Two of my favorite, two people who will never stop drawing. Two of the hardest work. Yeah, get a sketch from them, folks, because you yes. will get it in plenty of time because they work their asses off to get that stuff done. And if you're looking for someone to do something that is kind of um, pulpy, Mr. Mark Maddox, I can't recommend him enough. Oh, yeah. Um, he's going to be there, and he's done a lot of um, – Covers and magazine covers for like Doctor Who and Scream magazine. Lots of pulpy stuff. Lots of horror stuff. So if you're into that, he's your guy. There nice. you go. Nice. Um, some of the other comic names. Well, we got Jason Marsden and James Marsters, not to be confused with each other. But right? Sure. How? Well, how? Is, yeah, I saw that <laughs> as being a little. Yeah, a little confusing. Very confusing. Very very confusing. Uh, Dean One. Dean Motter. Mm-hmm. We'll be there, uh, of course. Uh, Terminal City and Batman Nine Lives, as yep. well as Batman Black and White, and he did a, a really cool Prisoner series that came out around the time of the Legion issue we're doing tonight. Mm-hmm. I would say if you like 
um, interesting fantasy. Um, a local, not local to us. Uh, she comes here all the time. She's in Texas, but her name is Lee Martindale. Um, not to be confused with anyone who hosted any game shows. Um, <laughs> she is um, going to be a Dragon Con. She writes a lot of stuff. Um, let's see here. Um, do 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 like um, for a website called uh, the Bard's Road, and she's got stories and anthologies. Um, all over the place. So if you can find her work and you like fantasy, go for it. Nice. Uh, uh, Jay Nitz, uh, who uh, created the El Diablo character that appeared in the Suicide Squad movie, um, and uh, he also did. Uh, he also does the sort the series uh, Dream Thief for Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. He does indeed. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, yeah, Jimmy Palmiotti. There he is. Told you. Told yeah. you he was there. <laughs> She's not going without him. Nah, not, happening. not at all. Not Jorge, at all. Uh, Mr. Jorge Perez. Jorge Perez. The nicest guy at a con, period. And yeah. a discussion. That's it. That's done. You're done. Uh, Sean Pertwee, son of former Doctor Who, John Pertwee. John Pertwee. And also the guy who plays Alfred in Gotham. Truth. Uh, let's see here. Um, Judge Reinhold is coming to Dragon Concert. Really? Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. That's fantastic. <laughs> I have nothing to say about that except I'm stunned Judge that Reinhold. Judge Reinhold is anywhere. So, oh, God love him. Rise Bless for John Re- for Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. Uh, Don, Ro- Don Rosa, who of course did the uh, Uncle Scrooge, uh, the the Life and Times of, of Scrooge McDuck. Um, and has done just a ton of stuff in there. He's he's the one who kind of took over from Carl Barks as the guy, basically. Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Um, Katie Sackhoff, one for the yeah. straight men, uh, Starbuck, oh, yeah. and also known as the voice of Bitch Puddin' on Robot Chicken. Really? I did not know that. Yes, nice. she does that. Uh, let's see here. Um... Let's see here. Oh, uh, William Shatner's coming. <laughs> um, just, that's yes, yes, he is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, Cameron see. Stewart, um, who you, you you know, he you know his he he has also he's written uh, Batgirl. He also uh, worked on uh, on Batman and Robin. Uh, he did some some uh, Batman um, Incorporated as well. Uh, Seven Soldiers, the Manhattan Guardian was him. He's done a ton of stuff with Grant Morrison, including Sea Guy, which if you haven't read it, it's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really, really good stuff. And um, let's see, uh, Robin Lord Taylor, who plays the Penguin on Gotham. Mm-hmm. Alan Tudyuk, who dies in everything he's in. Yeah, yeah so poor Wash. Um, <laughs> How do you know you're done with the with the? Never mind. Dexter Vines. Dexter Vines, who uh, mm-hmm. you, you may know some of his inking work, over, especially over, um, God, what's his name? Um, Ed McGinnis. And uh, he did a lot of like what, that early um, uh, Batman, Superman Batman stuff, uh, the Jeff Loeb book uh, that had the McGinnis art. Uh, Dexter Vines was the inker and classy, classy dude. Um, he, he shows up there like he's showing up to work. Um yeah. And I think that's and uh, Timothy Zahn, who's written a bloody metric oh. ton of Star Wars novels. So I mean, th- and that's like barely scratching any surface here. Barely yeah, you're right. Scratching you're right. We've, yeah, we've we've kind of taken a few that we uh, 
sort of know off the top of our hands. And, and we'll go through some of the uh, the Fan Expo ones next week. Because um, it's good for people to just know who's going to be at the con that they're going to. And, yep. Uh, There's actually a link to just the comics and pop artist alley, and I think it's actually updated. So we can put that link in the show notes. There we go. Yep. This seems a lot of work, Darren. <laughs> Well, it's just another link. It's fine. I can do it in the morning while you're sleeping. There you go. Um, all right. So um, uh, we'll get into some uh, casting news, and then I have a thank you to share. And um, Casting news. So some we're going to start off with uh, Legends has cast Stargirl. Oh. Uh, that's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, as mentioned, they're adding the Justice Society, and we're going to see them pretty early on. Um, we've already met Our Man. We know that there is going to be an ancient obsidian. Well, um, okay, so is Stargirl being played by um, Cloris Leachman? Oh, damn. Wouldn't that be a thing? It would be a thing, kids. It would Wouldn't be. that be a thing? No, they have instead gone with <laughs> Sarah Gray, who most recently um, has appeared in Wayward Pines and the show Lucifer. Ah, so she's actually going to be kind of Stargirl's age. She looks it. Like, I, looks I mean, enough. I always, like, I, I tend to think of. Uh, of um what is it um of courtney as like a teenager like still in high school like 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 you know braces on the whole bit kind of thing um but part part of that is is because you know i i more recently than reading the justice society stuff i went back and read stars and stripe Uh and um so you know, so to me, I'm always going to think of her as that that young high school kid uh, in this. Now the the actress playing her is is 20, so I'd say yeah, that's about the right age. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, she's also going to be upcoming in the Power Rangers movie. But oh, uh, fair enough. But yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that we might. She had appeared in an episode of. Um, of iZombie earlier this year, um, an episode of uh, Bates Motel a couple of years ago playing young Norma, um, and she was also in the show Almost Human. She, she's got a, a, a pretty decent um, list of, of genre uh, shows on her um, on her resume, and uh-huh. the, the first movie she was in was Labor Day, which I think was one of those like Nicholas Sparks type things, and uh, yeah. I was right. Um, oh no, maybe not. Never mind. Uh, anyway, <laughs> whoopsie. Huh. Yeah, that's something completely different. Hmm. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair well, enough. you know, we, you know, that's what happens when you name the movie the same as something else. It's true. It's true. Um, it's anyway, true. so yes, yeah, so we have, as as we say, we've got a, um, we've got us a a a star girl cast, and yes, at least they didn't go the same route that they took with Obsidian. Um. Okay, so just thinking of the whole Arrow meets meeting Legends meeting Flash, uh, or yeah, Legends meeting Flash meeting Supergirl. Uh, they've talked a lot about the four-way uh, crossover event. Hey now, hey, hey, now. hey. oh, hey what? now. Um, and uh, basically, just sort of uh, a whole lot of stuff dealing with um. Uh, just some of the characters showing up. So they actually put out uh, a a demo reel, and it looks like oh, it looks like some of this stuff is going to show up on some of the uh, 
Oh no. Okay, so so head over to TV Line and just search Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends crossover, and they've got a little supercut video with some scenes, um, and uh, basically it's kind of their way, all, all you know, of, of teasing the upcoming season as well as the fact that all that stuff is coming out on uh, on DVD slash Blu-ray. Uh, Supergirl just came out. Um, Legends is coming out. Uh, uh, basically, as you hear this tomorrow. Um, Arrow season four on August thirtieth, and the Flash season two on September sixth. And um, fair enough, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so so we so we get that stuff happening. Uh, the Flash has also cast another bad guy. Um, and this one, um, uh, well, like isn't a guy. No, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, Ashley Rickards, who was in the show Awkward. Uh, will guest star in season three of The Flash as the top. <laughs> I bet she will. Hey now, um, she will play Rosalind Rosa Dillon, which you know it's, it, they, they've they've kept their yeah, clothes. Yeah, they kept it in the Roscoe family. Dillon, yeah. Um, uh, basically, who in comics was known as the male character Roscoe Dillon has the power to make people's heads spin. Uh, yeah. They they say on TV line just like Flash's time travel twist because they seem to be confused by time travel stuff. So she's gonna be twisting people's heads, or is she just really incredibly good looking? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I guess we'll um, find out later. I, they're probably not gonna have her being sort of a whirling dervish, as it were. Um, yeah. But she will. Huh? Uh, now here's kind. This is kind of neat. Here's a neat little twist on it. She will debut in episode ah. in episode four as the Bonnie to Mirror Masters Clyde. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, because think about this. There was always that angle on on uh, the top, right? Because he was involved with uh, with Golden Glider. Yep, true. Um, They're switching that up a little bit. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um, all right, so just yeah, that's so that is that. Um, and uh, also in flash casting news, Magenta. Yeah, this this took me by surprise. Yeah, so Joey King, who is known for her roles in Fargo and Independence Day Resurgence for the 12 people that saw that one, um, <clears throat> she will be on The Flash in October playing Magenta. So that means it's early on because I believe the show doesn't start until October 6th uh-huh. or something like that. Now, um, see, here here's a thing for me. The... I think it was called the the Terror of Francis Kane or something like that. That was the first issue of New Teen Titans I picked up, issue number seventeen, yeah. when I started. Yeah, yeah. You know, reading comics, and I thought it was some of the best comics yeah. ever, and still, still think that. Yep. So I, I have a I have an affinity for this poor girl because she has been through the ringer. In <laughs> and I th- and I thought she was fantastic as as she showed up there. It was my my issue came when she reappeared later on when Mark Wade was writing in the Flash, mm-hmm. and it was like this is not the same character. No, it wasn't. It was completely not the same character. Yeah, and it, and it just that just bugged me. It just mm-hmm. really bugged me because it was like that's changing it for the sake of changing it instead of you know it, it's just it's messing oh. with something that already had a. a Really, what he what he did was he basically made her just straight up bad dude, or, yeah. You know, and uh, made and, her evil, and then yeah. they tried to retro that into well, she's confused because of the magnetic powers in her brain screwing her up. They they finally got to that point. It's like nah, that's lame. 
Yeah. It, whereas, whereas the the way that Wolfman did it, it was a very nuanced thing. Like it was like. Well, she thought she was going crazy. Yeah. You know, she really thought she was going crazy at the time, and I can see how someone could make that leap. But uh, yeah, nah. Once once they got rid of uh, the Doctor Polaris angle, yeah. You know that needed to like stop. Oh, that's right. But, yes. Yes. Yeah, Doctor Polaris, badass yeah. motherfucker. Look at you mm-hmm. trying to do some deviltry. Um. So, uh, yeah, so as a, a team with a troubled past, Francis Frankie Kane uh, is a metahuman with the ability to control metal, but her powers come with a dangerous side effect, calling her vis- vi- villainous alter ego known as Magenta to emerge. Uh-huh. Uh, she'll appear on the season's third episode, created by Marv Wolfman and one Jorge Perez. Jorge Perez. Magenta first appeared in a 1982 issue of the New Teen Titans. Given her name and power set, she inevitably draws comparisons to the famed X-Men villain Magneto. Yep. At one point, uh, Magenta was one of a number of characters who formed a new team of rogues, which could be notable given the Flash's third season introduces both Mirror Master and Dr. Alchemy, both members of the rogues at various points in their careers. Uh, she said it may be um, interesting to see whether characters like Weather Witch and Mirror Man, characters who were part of the same rogues group as new rogues group as Magenta. Oh yeah, that wasn't a good run. No, it no. wasn't. No, it was mm-hmm. messy. Um, and who wield the gear and or powers of oh classic Flash rogues? Rogues might show up in the Flashpoint timeline. Mm-hmm. Well, that uh, I could say. Yeah. Uh, given that King is a bit of a name with a feature uh, film career, it seems likely that they're either grooming her for a larger story or that she's a one-off character, one or the other, no in-between. Um, it's hard to know which yet, although it's been suggested that the Flashpoint portion of The Flash's third season may only be four episodes or so, uh-huh. which begs the question, will she exist outside of the Flashpoint timeline? Well, so maybe. Mm, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, eh? Yeah, you know. We'll see when we get there. So there we go. So that's that stuff, and there we go. Um, I want to give a shout-out. Oh. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to our friend John Hyatt, who uh, who, is, who sent an awesome package of, of, of goodies from uh, from Comic-Con this year. And uh, he, threw in, he threw in a bunch of things that he thought my girls would enjoy, and, man, he chose correctly. <laughs> um, it, you know, because they, you know, we've we kind of went through the pile la- uh, last week, but we had didn't. Ha- I was getting ready to go away for a week, so we didn't have a whole lot of time to kind of look at it. Um, but today, um, you know, Ella now has that huge rebirth poster, like that poster with all the characters that they used for the house ad. Um, she's got it's just it's massive this poster, and um, and uh, she has it hanging over her bed. And uh, is working on naming all the characters, and also uh, some images of the um, uh, a poster from the uh, the DC. Um, what is it? The 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 uh, the superhero girls. Oh yeah, I can't remember the exact branding that they're using. And I think it is superhero girls. I yeah, think it's I think that it, simple. I think it is that simple. Yeah, exactly. And so she's got that up there. And among the things uh, I think I mentioned was uh, there was uh, um, a Supergirl book uh, that, ha- or in the back of the Superhero Girls comic, um, and he gave one for each girl. 
thank you for that because wow. Um, well, yeah, yeah, and uh, Yowza. and uh, but there was an excerpt from the from this um, Supergirl novel, and so at the end of it they showed you know hey and there's also a Wonder Woman novel, so I'll ask for that one first. So she's going to finish that this week because she's on well on track for it, and so we're gonna, we're going to get her to the Supergirl one as well because she is reading up a storm in this. This just really kind of kind of hyped her up again about it, and um, so so thank you so much for that, John. It's so it is so much appreciated, and uh, just so cool. Um, so yeah, so uh, so I wanted to give a shout out, and, and I'll have to give a shout out next time yes. because I think I think I have a package waiting for me and I haven't picked it up yet. So I'm I've been a lazy boy this weekend because <laughs> I've been doing stuff for Dragon. I'm sorry, I've been very focused. Mm-hmm. I just got the email the other hour i guess before we sat down i'm like oh oh crap i've got a package hmm. well <laughs> y'all know that but um i have one waiting for me to open well hang on this is not getting better what are we doing tonight paul yeah so uh how about how about we do like uh i don't know a legion book or something we can do a legion book god it's been so long something. i know right wow. i had to i had to ask darren tonight it's like uh where do we leave off <laughs> well we had phil over yeah yeah, and we talked about a movie. Well, some people from another timeline talked. about Oh, that. I heard about that. Yeah, we talked awesome. about beaches, didn't we? Yeah, I think that's. What, yeah, I think that's exactly what we did. And we talked about this recast, this new uh, version of beaches. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started again on that because <sighs> mm-hmm. I just can't even. Indeed, indeed. I'm gonna need a pumpkin spice latte to get over it. Okay. Oh, it is. Tis the season. Tis the season. It's earlier every year. The pumpkin spice must flow. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're doing Legion of Heroes number 57 with a great Steve Lytle cover. <sighs> um, it features the Emerald Empress kind of in a faded background with all the screen energy coming out and the mm. Emerald Eye front and center and all the Legionnaires being tossed about by the energy of the eye, which appears to be a little flamey right now. Yeah. It does appear to be more house of mystery eyeball than anything else right now yeah it's it's a little more alan scott than hal jordan yeah totally in in, uh, the energy field so we open up and it is legion superheroes under a watchful eye brought to us by paul levitz keith giffen is the penciler co-plotter al gordon inker john costanza letters carl gafford colors art young assistant editor and kieran berger editor yeah and and al gordon should be noted he's also the guy who would go on to uh, to ink a bunch of the issues of um uh five year later mm-hmm. um and um was you know i know he was largely responsible for laurel gand Mm-hmm. Um, as well as a couple of other characters. I think Kent Shakespeare might have been one of his, too. Yeah, maybe. But we are really beginning to see in this opening shot here what five years later is really going to look like when we yeah. get to it. Yeah, this definitely. this is like the first time you're like, oh, you know, as, as mm-hmm. you go through five years later and you look at it, it's like, I, I see the style now. Yeah. It's here. It's here. Um, and we have the Emerald Empress wearing a uh, blue number which is odd with little green cuffs and collar and she's tied it around her rib cage like you do when you're going to a picnic in the south <laughs> um, and she's wearing a, a white leotard underneath it all and the eye is watching she's got a pet named tizzles which which just is funny because yeah. i i always think of that as being a uh another name for your nation <laughs> gotta go take a tizzle you know so and the Emerald Empress, uh, Tizzle says, Emerald Empress mad. 
and she's like, Tizzles, you mustn't exaggerate, so I'm simply discussing the Inquisitor's failure with him. This hardly qualifies as being mad. And we see the uh, guy, or robot, or whatever he is, who tortured Block, not few uh, Mm -hmm. issues ago who has basically been taken apart by the Empress's machinery it appears he's some kind of combination of robot mecha lizard dude I don't know what all this is but it's just very Geiger-y I guess in a way yeah and uh, Emerald Emerson says, really, Tizzles, you're being, you're so extreme. And the Inquisitor's like, please. The Inquisitor is an old and valued servant and very loyal to his mistress. How could I be mad at him for a little, tiny, oh, trivial failure? And the Inquisitor says, it was impossible, Your Majesty. The secret of immortality has hidden from the living for millennia, and you gave me such a short time to find it. I gave you ages, a lifetime. And Inquisitor says, not a lifetime as my species measures ours. And Emerald Empress walks over and says, poor Inquisitor, you're so confused. And she grabs him (laughs) by the head and I assume the back of the neck. A lifetime is only as long as a life snap lasts. (laughs) How messy. And of course, this is now the Empress's favorite way of killing someone because this is what she did to Mentala, Mm -hmm. basically broke her neck. And it's kind of an echo of Projectra, in a way. Yeah, very much. Snap and that's and that's going to be next. important, yeah. That's important, yeah. And she puts on her green cape and says the Inquisitor failed. A legend across dark galaxies for discovering secrets, and he was no more use of me than the others. All failures. Now, did you have anything to do with it, I wonder? And she looks at the eye. Mm-hmm. Ah, of all the nightmares, the emerald eye with a mind of its own. Impossible. Bad enough that matters stand as they do. Immortality secrets eluding me as I grow. Ugh. No. Now that I am free again, it is time that I no longer relied on others. No matter how great their reputations, they are still not me. I am the Emerald Empress, and I shall not be denied. And she looks out onto the universe. Back at Legion headquarters, uh, we are in Donnie's quarters, and there's Wildfire. So you know this is going to go well. Uh, Why have you come here, Wildfire? Well, you've been keeping to yourself ever since Dr. Gimmel let you off Medicus 1 and back to Earth. You okay? I am healing, Wildfire. I was worried about you, Donnie. Anything I can do to help? Because she did get banged up pretty bad. Yes, in that absolutely. Oh. And she's like, the meta devices do all that is needed, supposedly. Yeah, fancy stuff. Looks like your readings are close to normal, though. Wildfire, I've had much time to think as I recovered. And I believe what will aid my recovery most is to say I am sorry for what I have said to you. And she gives him a full-on kiss. Mm. And there's little uh, Tyrion outside. Uh, Computer. Yes. Fascinating. Fascinating. At the mission monitor board, we have Polar Boy and Sensor Girl. And Polar Boy says, thanks for the report, Cam. Sorry to hear your team couldn't find the Emerald Empress either. Because remember, she's the only one who escaped from Labyrinth. Yeah. And they're on the lookout because she's trouble. And um, Cam says, Breep, still trying, Polar Boy. Breep, bye. Right. Cam's not having any luck. Dawnstar's in no shape to chase after the Empress. The science police haven't been able to get close to her in years. And what surprises me the most is you don't seem interested in looking for her, Sensor Girl. And Jackie says, I suppose that's how it seems, Polar Boy. You are just standing around headquarters. Yes. But I know the Empress is out there, near us. And when the moment is right, she will come to me. Oh, okay. So we are now in 
Agni, one of the so-called new cities of Africa built in the past century by local architects tracing their descent to the tribe of the same name, it has been applauded for its coherent conception, styling, and urban planning. Architecture of the Inner Worlds 2989 edition. And we see Jacques is home. And he's here to visit his uh, sister, Danielle, who, when we last saw her, was cured from having yes, a yes. in her body. Um, and all the kids are like, look, it's a legionnaire. Wow. And um, Invisible Kid says, I should let you do Invisible Kid's lines, Paul, because you did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but before I do that, I just do want to oh, okay. correct something I said earlier. Um, it was Ken Shakespeare that, um, that Al Gordon was involved a lot with the creation of. Not Laurel Gand. That was actually um, the Beer Bombs, James uh, Rickliffe, and Arnie Arnie Starkey, uh, aka Arnie Star. I was about to say that yes. sounded like Arnie Star. There, yes, it does. It does. So yeah, just wanted <laughs> just wanted to clarify on that point. So he was um, responsible for the dude with the glasses, not the girl with the butt. Basically, everybody yeah. clear. Good. Yes, the flying buttress. Um, yeah, flying so, um, yes, so, uh, Invisible Kid, uh, pardon, enfant, pardon, s'il vous plaît, Daniel. Uh, here I am, Jacques, on the gravel floats. Oh, oui. The guys get such a thrill when you visit, Jacques. They're after me for your autograph, souvenirs. One of my friends even wanted to borrow your flight ring. With toys so imaginative as you have, it is no wonder they are confused, Daniel, eh? But the Legionnaire's ring is not a toy. You know that, eh? <laughs> uh, Invisible Kid, could you and Danielle stay a while? We'd love to hear some of the Legion's adventures. And Danielle says, hey, Jacques is home visiting with me. I don't see enough of my brother to share him. Another time, enfant. Thank you, Danielle. It is hard for me to stand before a crowd, eh? The big famous Legionnaire is still shy, huh? That's my big brother. Well, I no longer hide under tables when strangers visit. But sometimes I am uncomfortable in the, uh, how you say, spotlight. Uh, not that a legionnaire always has a choice. No, not an alarm when I'm finally on vacation. Please note in all of this that Danielle does not have even the slightest hint of a French accent. Yeah, right? And nor does anyone else here. <laughs> That's one reason I wanted you to read that, because I I'm know. like, I read this earlier, I'm like, no one else is peppering their language with any French, just Jacques. And it is, and they are in in that region, and they're in his home. Yeah, this now, is where they live. One other thing I want to point out uh, with with respect to Danielle is um, when I think of Danielle, I think of it, you know what, what's sort of immediately in um, you know we don't really see her um, you know out and standing about because she's never sort of scaled next to another legionnaire in that original annual True. and from then on we kind of we just saw her in a um in a hospital bed from time to time okay. yep. and so i i know for me m most of when i think of of danielle i'm thinking of the post zero hour uh, mm -hmm. danielle who uh who is obviously a teenager at that point, if not a That's young lady. right. That's right. And so she seems so much younger here. So it's an interesting, uh -huh. uh, it's an interesting thing because I, I think, well, five years later. Well, that yeah, but but um, uh, post zero post zero hour ain't five years true. later. True, true. You're right. So, so anyway, so there we go. 
So we get to uh, the next page. The Pan-African University established late in the 26th century to take advantage of the newly developed sonoscopic explorations of the buried remains of early man. It continues to have a preeminent reputation in anthropology and history. Curiously, the university's other claim to fame is its Department of Comparative Religion and Mythology, Encyclopedia Galactica. And we see that someone, shaboom, close enough, yeah, take a drink. I'm taking one. Ski ski, someone is blowing the crap out of this university. Yeah. And it's uh, Tizzles and the Emerald Empress. Ski, teacher, answered Empress. Ski, not well enough, Tizzles. I will not be told that immortality is a myth. And we see a smoldering body in the foreground on that panel. Ski, there are legends of immortals and of mortals who gain immortality on every world. They must have a beginning in truth. Surely the learned, learned ones will know where I need to search. Who among them will tell me? And she's just slaughtering people left and right. Yeah. Um, speak, children. Tell me where your teachers hide. So she's killing the kids. She's just going after everybody. No, no, no. No running away. And the Emerald Eye just basically obliterates people. Um, where do you suggest I go for answers, child? Well, you can still make suggestions. And... Um, the person says, I, I, please, ski, Empress, mean ski. And this this guy basically looks like Thora. Remember Thora? Poor Thora? Yes. Alas, poor Thora. We had a fiery affair from the LSH, LSV. Yes, yes. <laughs> War. Poor Sun Emperor. Well, this one, this one's kind of the same kind of thing here. Uh, looking like one of Brother Voodoo's guys right there. Uh. And so this we, we watch rinse and repeat of uh, the central data bank. She kills the computer guy there. If no one living can answer me suitably, perhaps a machine will do. Ski the power of the eye lets me deep lets me see deep into its core, hiding nothing. Yet even the computer intelligence rejects immortality as a myth. Absurd. Destroy the useless metal. And the Emerald Eye starts humming and then gets bonked by a piece of metal. Whomp. What? And she says, who dares interfere? No one with the courage to show themselves. I destroy the fool, whoever it is. And the Emerald Eye goes whizzing past and goes after Jacques. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, wait, wait, uh, wait. Yeah, you have, you have um, thought balloons, sir. Are you with me? Page 11. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, man. No, to the eye, I am not invisible. But at least it will not arm anyone else while it pursues me, unless I move closer to the poor students and teachers, eh? If I cannot escape the eye, I must stop it. But how, eh? Wait, wait. Gotta yeah, you have another the, page there. Gotta go yeah, past sorry. the Warner Brothers um, um, <laughs> uh, ball caps and, uh, and stuff and ties. Um, remember, this was the age of the cartoon tie. Um, <laughs> all right, so um, uh, what could be within the university that could restrain the Emerald Eye's power? Or may I simply hide from it? No, not for long, Zam. The university, uh, the university laboratory section, perhaps something here. Yes, a stasis preserver. The university must use it for artifacts. But if I can lure the eye inside, eh? And, and he does. And then says, uh, perfect. Phew, the energy dampers that retard the aging of antiques should slow the eye, at least until my fellow legionnaires arrive, eh? Perhaps one of them, op, 
And uh, he gets Emerald Empress nose grabbed from the back, which yeah. is really disturbing. Really is, right? And, and Emerald Empress says, Foolish boy, did you truly believe the Emerald Eye could be defeated so easily? And he, she grabs him by the throat and lifts yeah. him up. And Jacques has been uh, in this position before. Eh? And that's when he would have teleported away. That's right. But and of he course. Do that again. And this is very reminiscent of when Lyle bought it, too. Yes. You know, that's kind that of what lift. happened. Yeah. The lift, yeah. And she's like, see how it burns its way free? Or perhaps you would like a closer look. And then there's a big boom on the next page. Close enough. Yeah. There's not a lot of crack-a-thooming here. Yeah. Mm. A trifle excessive as demonstrations go, but legionnaires do not deserve subtlety. And she looks at the now scarred face of Invisible Kid. Um, a pity. You were such a pretty child, I'm sure. Scree! Tizzles! Oh, I see. And we see um, Timberwolf, Tellus, Block, Magnetic Kid, and Lightning Lass. And Block's yelling, Empress! And looking, you know, in that, in that again, further evolved form yep. um, that, that we would see him in um, in the parts of five years later that we did see him. True. That one part. Yes. Um, yes. We are at Science Police Headquarters, Metropolis Earth. The evacuation of the area around the Pan-African University is almost complete, Chief. And we have reports that the Legionnaires are on the scene. Any further instructions? It seems under control, Kandrew's soul. But dispatch all available officers to discreetly surround the university. If the Legionnaires don't capture the Empress, we can have another chance to get her. Yes, Chief Kuzumano. Ah, oh, this command's going to be all right after all. Earth. Wow. All right, all right, all right. And there's Siobhan. Uh, um, excuse me, Chief. I have a question. Officer Aaron, why wasn't I informed about this Legion mission? I'm Legion liaison officer. Or were you planning on changing that, along with everything else you've juggled since Kimball Zendak was bounced off Earth? And Gigi says, one, I had the opportunity to inform you. Two, I was about to. And three, if you want to change, say so now, especially if you have a problem taking orders from your ex-roomie. No problems, sir. Good. Then drop the chief nonsense, Siobhan, and just toast me on toast me on Kono juice on my new assignment, okay? <laughs> okay, Gigi. <laughs> so they had to go through the formality here, yes. I guess. Yeah. So back to the action in Africa, where there are no rains right now. No. There's a there's a tomb. Eh, nah, we can't do it. Um, then there's um, um a, a big zam and a whoosh and a zoom. Um, we got a light. We got a lightning thrower right there, and she's doing I nothing know. for she's, us. She's doing nothing for us at all. Um, basically, Emerald Empress is um, blasting ships and trying to get away and causing you know collateral damage, so the Legionnaires will deal with it. And now she's in Cairo. The modern city was constructed over two centuries ago when erosion widened the Nile Delta into a tidal basin, forcing the raising of the city's wow. lowest levels to pyramid platform. Encyclopedia Galactica. Oh, climate change is a thing. Uh -huh. uh, whoosh. They are determined, aren't they, Tizzles? And there is Timberwolf behind her. Empress. Ah, Timberwolf, you are the swift one. Whomp. But not the sure. Or did you mean to simply grab my cape? Because <laughs> Timberwolf tackled what he thought was the Emerald Empress <laughs> and only got a handful of cape. Grr. I'm waiting, Legionnaire. Yeah. Um, well, this ought to keep the eye out of my way. And he grabs the cape and throws it on the eye whoomp, until I have you back in labyrinth cells and he attempts to hit the empress and misses 
which is odd for Timberwolf. And then the eye is in his face. Ulp, zam! Tee hee hee! They're so silly, Tizzles. Ski. <laughs> um, finish him. And Block gets in the way. No! Good work, Block. I'll catch Timberwolf. But Lightning Lass, tell us, as the Emerald Empress is flying away. Come on, Block, we can't let her get too much of a lead, and she's just laughing. <laughs> Whoosh. It's like she's gone a little bit off her rocker here. Yes. Now we're in Rome. The Eternal City has become the Museum City, with the last inhabitants evicted to make room for the archaeologists whose ultra-modern edifices surround the ancient ruins. Encyclopedia Galactica. One one thing I just want to make a note of, how sure. sad for the Phantom series uh, that was starting that February, that is February of 88. Well, um, I remember Defenders of the Earth was on the TV at the same time, wasn't it? Oh, wow. I'd forgotten that. That's probably why, yeah. Yeah, probably. Anyway, probably. This, this one was brought to us by writer Mark Verhayden. Mm-hmm. And illustrated by Luke McDonald, oh, who had just come off his uh, his Suicide Squad run. Wow, someone should do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Whoosh, ski. Oh, how sweet! A welcoming committee from the local science police. It warms my heart, and she blows them all up. I must return the favor. <laughs> Wham! No kabooming, just yeah. whamming. That's okay. We're, we we're getting like nothing here. Anyway, so. Um, Tells us like she has slowed down. Lightning last year's suggestion. Tell us, magnetic kid, with me. Focus your powers on the emerald eye. We'll see if it can take simultaneous doses of our three powers: telekinesis, magnetism, and lightning. So we get a zam, a kablam, and a sproing. They're leaving us hanging, but wait, there's more. Yep. Kathum on the next you. page. Thank you. Take a drink. And Emerald Press says, fools, if the eye was that easy to destroy, I would have done it myself long ago. Wow, that's interesting. It is interesting, because it's really, we haven't had that sort of insight as to the Nature relation- of relationship. A- a- right. Exactly. You know, it, it, it's long been a weapon that she controls, though there have been some hints dropped as to the fact, you know, who's zooming who here. Yeah, exactly. But this is the first time that, that she's kind of intimated that, you know, let you me know. out. Yeah, maybe this isn't a good deal. Um, let the Legionnaires care for their wounded. I have more pressing tasks. And there's Invisible Kid. Are you there? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> Wait. Page 23. He's invisible, I'm... so I don't know why you Oh, that's why I'm, I'm, like, looking for him. He's not there, Darren. He's invisible. Um... <laughs> what? Uh, yes, he says, Mon Dieu, a remark about destroying the eye herself. There must be much we do not know about this terrible woman. And if she does not notice me following, perhaps I can learn more, eh? Eh? So now we're at the Museum of the Mystic Arts. Mega California Earth. Now we know where it is. (laughs) Among the most unusual of Earth's institutions, the curator's claims uh, to authentic mystic artifacts were considered implausible until proven during the Great Darkness War. Well, and as we would later learn in, um, I don't know, it's kind of retconny, but I think the idea of having it in uh, in California was, was the uh, the magic place, you know, the uh, uh, which they would later the use. The magic castle? The magic castle, thank you. Yeah. Which they would later use in um, the in the Zatanna run that Jamal Igle drew. Um, uh, like, yeah. And I'm I'm not remembering who wrote it, uh, but they actually had um, Stefanici's uh, ancestor working there 
in, yeah, that makes sense. in, uh, in that Zatanna series, which was a really neat nod as far as I was concerned. Yeah. And of course, um, we're talking about Antonio Stefanici. Yes. Um, or Stefanaki, depending upon, you know, Italian. I don't know. Stefanaci. Stefanaci? When you got yeah, when you got the two C's together like that, it's it's a, it's, it's a ch, yeah. Well, we're from the south here. We just yeah. we just go we yeah. don't talk. We call him Steve, okay? <laughs> He's just gonna be standing over there in the foyer. Yeah. Yeah, he's that foyer, so foyer. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's how we say that. We Oh, we, you do? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, there's a foyer, and then there's the lanai. And yes. God forbid you got a veranda, because that's a whole other thing. Anyway. That's right. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm rambling. Um, Antonio, I am Sarvisa from the Sorcerer's World. Greetings, my home is your castle, and I your servant, and I look like Stephen Strange. Oh, yeah, does he ever. <laughs> Sarvisa says, The museum has called to me as a place of refuge and waiting, but I do not know what I hide from or for whom I wait. No matter. Ah, but I must have answers to those questions, for I have come to Earth with a purpose. To be- I bear a message from the teachers, lords of the sorcerer's world, for someone on Earth. Not for me? I have no powers worthy of their notice. No, I feel it is not for you, good Antonio, but I do not know who it is destined for. Well... Drop a subplot. There you go. Yeah. Metropolis. Great. Invisible Kid warned us of the Empress's location in time for Polar Boy to join us with reinforcements, but we still can't catch up to her. And where'd Jacques go? And then more Empress is like, so annoying. It seems I can't accomplish anything on Earth without the Legionnaires interfering. And Polar Boy says, and there's there's Quizlet showing up, uh, back me up, Lightning Glass. I'll try to freeze her out. And zing. Uh, good luck, Polar Boy. Uh, there, got her. Yeah, if that, if yeah. He, and she just says, "Enough of this silliness." Patoing, and all the ice goes everywhere, blowing things up. Emerald Eye, bring me, bring the one who played that stupid ice game to me. Whoop, irk. And Polar Boy looks like he has just um, done things to his pants that he will regret later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and here we see the Emerald Empress's face, like she would have been drawn in the Five Year Later. Yes. Nothing but forehead. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but forehead all the time. And yeah, she, she says, looks like Vrykos, yeah. Basically, yes, you'll do. And um, Emerald says, now, if I'm not left alone instantly, the Emerald Eye will destroy the fusion power sphere on which I stand, devastating the rest of Metropolis, the Legionnaires, and especially this fool in my arms. And Polar Boy says, gulp, ski, Empress, protect me too, ski. And next, if thine eye offend thee. Oh, yeah. It's going to go down. Oh, yeah. Crap's going down, kids. Yeah. Crap is going down. Yeah, so. so very true. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So just a quick scan of the letter column just to see if we have any sort of uh, familiar names. Um, I don't see any that I kind of recognize. Uh, although... Um, Kenneth Aramdy uh, from Ventnor, New Jersey, talks a bit about um, his his worry about the Legionnaire feeling very fractured at this point. Yeah. And how, um, um, you know, he says, uh, judging from recent events and in particular from number 52, 52, it seems that the Legion is in for a long slump unless you do something about its current direction. Teen Titans and X-Men have both within the past few years undergone extended breakups and neither has totally recovered yet. <clears throat> so far, Brainiac 5 left. Uh, Shadowlass is about to die, he says. Um, huh? Which, that didn't happen. 
is about to die. She wasn't on the ballot, and you said that touring Shangala will fit uh, with a story that will appear in the next few months. Ah. <clears throat> um, uh, Monel is still severely injured. Duo Damsel is, has lost another body. Starboy is still gone. Polar Boy is being told by Dream Girl how inadequate a leader he is. <laughs> Block is feeling a bit of angst about the absence of others of his species. Chameleon Boy and Colossal Boy are on a private mission of their own, with Dawnstar and Phantom Girl following... Uh, leaving behind Ultra Boy for the first time. Uh, the White Witch has vanished, and of course Cosmic Boy and Lightning Lad left quite a while back. Even the characters remark on how the Legion used to be a team, and that era has ended. Please get the Legion back as fast as possible. The X-Men can survive any anything. Teen Titans got its newsstand book cancelled. I doubt that breaking up the team will actually kill the book, but from recent experience, it seems that as though such a breakup will result in a lot of mediocrity. Don't leave the team fragmented. It's long live the Legion, and the Legion means a team, not a collection of members. Uh, and he said, not to argue with your recent experience, but some of the best moments we recall in comics team history include the roughest moments in terms of togetherness faced by the Avengers and the Fantastic Four in the 60s, as we portray our age. And the, teen and the Titans are doing pretty well, both commercially and creatively these days. As for the Legion, well, we promise a definitive ending to this storyline to this storyline by the end of the summer. Then you can judge for yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a definitive ending, that's for sure. Yeah, there was an um, ending. Um, in the same month that this came out, we also saw the release of Secret Origins number thirty-seven, which was the special all losers issue spotlighting the Legion of Subs uh, by Ty Templeton and the original Doctor Light. Um, we also had uh, a new cover. Uh, for Action Comics Weekly, uh, you know, so a new cover drawn by Jack Kirby. That's something we haven't been able to say for a very, very long time. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it as far as, as those things go. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's leave that. Okay, and now let me just do a quick check in here. Oh, where are you checking, Paul? Yeah, you know, in that place where I check. Oh, crap, it's not on there. Never mind. Never mind. We'll have to do that next week. Oh, fair um, enough. Fair I, we'll do it next week then. There we go. Next week-ish. So, have we got anything else to cover off here? I think we're done. I All think right. we're good. All right, then. So, we will get back to some more uh, Empressy goodness next, uh, oh, next yeah. week. And... Uh, so comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, or even instead of all these things, depends on how you look at it, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will see you all next week. Emerald eyes are shining.